The Northwest Arkansas Hispanic Leadership Council continues its efforts to help further establish the careers of young Northwest Arkansans. The Latinx on the Rise Mentorship Program connects students to mentees from various parts of the Northwest Arkansas community. The council, whose mission is to foster and develop Hispanic corporate, educational, nonprofit, small business, and community leaders in the region, launched the 2021 2022 mentorship program recently. We invited Luis Fernando Restrepo, the vice president of the Northwest Arkansas Hispanic Leadership Council, to come to the Anthony and Susan Hoy News Studio to talk about the program. He says it began in 2018 and it focuses on upper level students from the University of Arkansas and Northwest Arkansas Community College and is intended to build the next generation of community leaders. We feel that there is already there some programs to get um, Latino students into college, some support in college, but the next step was, was not really clear. Um, are they connected to the community around? Do they know the different community organizations? Do you know what are the key issues and opportunities on the ground? So we wanted to expose them. And do they have the, the um, networking skills, the social capital, to be really effective. So that's, that's what we started, to pair them with professionals. Uh, so it's not necessarily a professional, particular technical training, but more be involved in the community, um, find out what's going on. And, and that's, that's the goal of the program. And we received really excellent report uh, response from the mentors from different companies and also from faculty in NWAC and the U of A and the community. Do you try to pair up mentors and mentees with sort of um, similar professional uh, disciplines or, or no? Yes, we do. We, we look at the applications and we see some of the interest, although we tell the, the students that basically be open if we don't have the perfect match specifically. But if we see, I mean, we've, we've had some students that are interested in film and we had some, someone from the Bentonville uh, Film Festival uh, or someone with international relations and we have several people working in, in international, for example, from Coca-Cola or we have someone in, in engineer and we have someone interested in bioengineering and we were able to do the match history with a history professor. So that works. And uh, we, we tell our students and our mentors to be open. That is just the general mentoring, getting closer to a professional if it's not a close uh, match profession to profession. I hope this isn't a, ba a, a stupid question. Are all of the mentors Hispanic, Latinx? or No, they they're can, not. They can be yeah. anybody. They could be anybody. And, and so far, uh, our mentees have all been Latino, although by per se, we're not close to other ones. And uh, in the um, Hispanic Leadership Council, uh, we have uh, members of the board and other people that are collaborating that are not uh, Latino in that matter. We have, for example, Justin White, uh, who is the Vice Provost of Student Services at NWAC, and we have Pete Laurie of Tyson, uh, that is a non-Latino, it's a Latino by heart. They all are Latinos by heart. And we welcome a, anyone to come to a community. You, you don't have to be in the board to help organize this. We have other people that are, that are contributing. We had recently on our board, uh, Greg Fess of Univision, and he was an ally. He continues to be an ally, but he's just uh, with another ways of getting involved. Um, so uh, anyone is welcome. We definitely see that there's a specific need 
of the Hispanic community in terms of first-generation college students, in terms of the institutional um, uh, structure that other places like California or New York may have had more experience, or Texas, of having Latinos for a long period. Because here we have just uh, the support network being built up, and we know a little bit more which are those small organizations that lead, need some funding. We decided we need to support them. And so the Hispanic Leadership Council uh, developed the first uh, giving circle in Northwest Arkansas. Um, and that giving circle, anyone can contribute to that uh, regularly or one time. And we run our fund through the Arkansas Community Foundation. So it's all audited. We're a nonprofit, nonpartisan, uh, independent, and, and uh, very, uh, we basically right now, we don't have every uh, overhead. We're all right now on volunteers. Uh, with this grant, we might be able, to, we, we will be able to get a a, um, a support of uh, one um, program director, and and that's right now the only overhead expense that we have. Um, we we are getting to the point where we need that to to really build capacity, and this is what the Walton Family Foundation grant is doing, which we are very very grateful for the trust that they have and and how they're helping us to move to the next level. The grant is for three years? Yes, it's a three-year grant. It's uh, almost half a million, and it supports three initiatives. Uh, the first one is to enhance the mentoring program, Latinx on the Rise. The second one is to create a new line of paid internships that are community development internships. And if I may elaborate a little bit on it, is this is basically what we are seeing. I've, as a professor, I've had the opportunity to review um, the um, CVs, the, the profiles, and, and the portfolios of, of affluent students that are able to compete for, for many of the grants. And they've been able to do internships in Washington, D.C., here, there. Uh, you can see that they spent a lot of time outside of their studies and, and not, maybe not working, that they're able to do this on non-paid. And some of our Latino students, first generation, low income, have to work a lot you know, in, in a restaurant, because the cashier, nothing wrong with those game, the works, uh, jobs, but they're not getting a, something related to their profession. So we, we have uh, now the opportunity for 10 internships per year for three years to college students that have participated in our mentoring program and can go and put at least 120 hours in the community in different organizations. Hopefully those same organizations we're partnering with and are also helping the community. So it helps the community. It helps our um, college students uh, prepare and get to know um, what, what is happening there and get some valuable professional experience. And then the last part. Yeah, I was going to say there was yes, a third. Initiative. The third one is just building capacity for the organization. How hard, you know, it's, it's been a learning experience getting this on the ground as, uh, you know, getting the 501c3, the nonprofits, um, you know, status, and then, you know, how, how to work and how to grow specifically on how to make it sustainable. So like many organizations that they start really energetic with people really committed, um, we are all humans and, and uh, we don't wanna burn out, we wanna create the structures to make this sustainable. And this is part of what we're doing here, a call to our um, community to support us. 
the generous grant that we got requires some uh, um, funding uh, uh, race, how you say, fundraising from our point of view. So if we don't meet certain goals that they put, and they're very doable, um, but we're going to be needing to do some fundraising to be able to keep the grant, you know, being renewed during the three years. And then as we continue for other uh, grant funding, as is normal for some nonprofits like KUAF and the say, other public ones. Public radio understands yes, fundraising. To, yes. to do that, we need, we need our community to, to support each other. Um, so they, this is also a plea for, for those professionals that you want to mentor Latino students. Uh, you can do that. For those that want to help more with um, uh, some funds, you, you can do that as well um, through our giving circle. And, and you can go also to our page. That's the link to that specifically. Every dollar we're going right now on our third cycle of giving. These are very small grants, but we're giving, for example, to the NWAC um, RISE program that is a pre-college program, the Sunrise School that serves a mixed community. It's not only Latinos, but there's, you know, special children as well. Uh, we've done it with a um, LULAC uh, a program in uh, Rogers Heritage for ninth graders and 10th graders. And uh, mine Skypes right now, which one other ones? But we've been uh, supporting the community um, in a way that this funding circle, we believe, has the potential to grow much. Uh, there's so much resources. There is wealth here. Uh, something that happened to us uh, for much of the vendor circle within uh, Walmart and Tyson and uh, is that some were rotating from one place to the other, and they were not finding a way to connect and give back to Northwest Arkansas. I mean, sometimes they're here, they might be in Cincinnati, if they're Procter & Gamble, they might be in another right. place in two, three years. How, how to get them connected to Northwest Arkansas, they feel they can make an impact. So like you and many people that are transitioning in your professional life, you know, two, three, four, five years, this is a good organization that we look closely where the community needs is and put your dollars there. And we have now some companies that are doing the match funding. So it's making it more sustainable. So it's still a small, it's a small, a new organization, and, uh, but we're really happy. And it's incredible to see how people come together and how when we had those meetings at the end of the mentoring uh, program, you know, this is our third year, you can see how the mentors say, I was there. I could see and I helped this student to present. And who are you? But tell me, who really are you? These kind of questions. And, and to see how they reclaim their voice, find their voice, how they get connected. Some actually got jobs, you know, directly out of this, got into graduate school. We have a couple of those, the graduate school. And we help other ones. Uh, through his the history professor Stephen Rosales, that accompanied some students to come from uh, NWAC to mm. uh, the UFA. So when they came to the UFA, you know the UFA sometimes is a big place for for some first generation college students. This made it much so easier. It's out of the generosity of time uh, of our mentors like him and many others that I'm, 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 I, I, I try to mention everyone. It would be impossible to mention and thank them all very much. They, they go beyond their call of duty. These mentees, these interns, 19, 20, 21 years old, generally? Not necessarily, Not necessarily. because then we have on the college uh, side, we have the, um, um, 
some of the first generation, uh, some may have worked, and uh, they might be under 25, 26. So it's the kind of the, the when, when we come to the, the Latino students, not all fit the profile of the 18 to 22 come and live on campus, which is, is another story of not being on campus, staying close to the, to the family and, and commuting to the university. Uh, they don't get also the exposure to kind of the, the social um, um, possibilities, uh, social um, uh, capacity of building this, this, this social capital. So this provides that. So you may have some that have been taking classes, you know, here, there, working, paying each class. Uh, so maybe 25 or something. I, I don't have a, an average sure. of specifically, but just by looking at them. Or some, they're just about ready to go to grad school. We've had some of those uh, uh, going into education or going into grad school. So they're already on their third and fourth year at the university. So it's uh, less of a beginning of college experience, although we've had some freshmen there. But more once they're in, how can they stay in school? And, and also um, yeah. get to know also more the community. And this is something that uh, is really important and relevant, and it was relevant for our funder. Uh, nationally, you know, there's a big need for professionals ready to go. The workforce, you know, it's just, just incredible. As you can see, Northwest Arkansas wants to retain this great mm -hmm. talent, these great uh, professionals that, are, that are, are being raised here and having a wonderful education from NWAC and from the U of A. So this, this will really put them in contact with the community, and hopefully we can retain them here. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's better for all of us anyway but if we can be a little bit selfish and keep them here in Northwest Arkansas, even better. Correct. And, and if we look by numbers, uh, you know, all of Northwest Arkansas uh, needs to see that the immigrant community and the Hispanic community by numbers, if we don't support them properly, our area will not prosper because it's such a significant component of our community by the numbers, but we can also think about what is there in the talents and in the opportunities. Um, the languages that they bring all the immigrants, you know, those, those initiatives that engage Northwest Arkansas and the Northwest Arkansas Council, been working on that know and the university as well with, with the different initiatives. Oh, the languages, the ideas, the music, the cuisine, everything. Absolutely. We're better. Since you've been involved with this, has it made you at all think about when you were 18, 21, 23? and moving up professionally? Absolutely, yeah. I don't, well, I, I'm very grateful for all the um, help that I have received. I, I think I wouldn't be where I am had I not had those mentoring um, opportunities. It never really on a structured program of mentoring, so I kind of found one way or another people that will serve as mentors. Um, but but I can say that, that uh, Maybe I could have done better in some things than the other ones. I stumbled against the wall looking for some jobs that I was, you know, if I had a little bit of information, you know, just write a cover letter. Or, or I get when some mentors, for example, some recent immigrants, when they start circulating a, a CV and they send a CV that saying that you're married, you put your pictures there, you put your date of birth, and say, you, you don't do that here, you know. Well, you can do it, absolutely, and there's some people and, and different generations might do that. But just, just to know that e even a cover letter 
has all these unwritten rules mm -hmm. of what you would say. An interview, the kind of things you would do, what things you don't talk in the first interview and you do in the second one. All those things I kind of had to figure, like, you know, asking questions one way here and there. So we are, we are happy that we can, maybe we won't be able to answer all the questions, but accompany, accompany some of the way um, some of these students. At the same time, we hope to develop a um, best practices manual for our mentors so they'll feel more confident to help. Yeah, because that some people might be a little bit skeptical. Am I really a mentor? Right. Do I have enough information? Do I have to, the time? Do, do I, I have yeah. the time to do this? Um, so it's always a learning experience. And, and this is something that I find myself more and more. In a career as a professional, one works trying to establish oneself individually. And then you get to the point that everything that you started won't make any sense and won't last if you don't prepare the next generation. So Proxima Generacion, this is our grant, next generation. If we don't do that, if we don't train those that are behind us, we're going to fail. We're going to fail pretty bad. So I think that it is our best interest that we see the next generations, how hungry they are, and they're willing to take those time extra to learn and, and to bring a vision that is not only for them. And that's what we hope for these um, uh, mentees, that they're not only, this is an uh, internships that are not your individual, um, you know, we'll help you to establish individually, that's fine, but that shouldn't be your definition of success that you are individually successful. is If your family is successful, if your community is sustainable, that is success. Luis Fernando Restrepo is the vice president of the Northwest Arkansas Hispanic Leadership Council. He came to the Carver Center for Public Radio Friday afternoon to talk about the Latinx on the Rise mentorship program. He's also a university professor in the Department of World Languages, Literatures, and Cultures at the University of Arkansas. And you can learn more about the mentorship program and more about the Northwest Arkansas Hispanic Leadership Council at nwahispanic.org.